0: You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's Monday. There is no Matty Rose. He's on vacation today. Got a well-deserved long weekend. He's back tomorrow, but that's why my man... Patrick Dumas joins me, sir. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm I'm all right. How are you, George?
0: I'm um, I'm good. Um, we got a we got a skeleton crew today. We got a motley crew of people on the show today. <laughs> it's myself, it's you co-hosting, and we have Azam and Shan as yes. well. Yeah. So, um, again, I I want to apologize on the radio, um, for being a little ignorant. We we have an in-show little group chat on the old text messages because kids love the text and uh i didn't know whose numbers yeah there's an unknown number today what's happening (laughs) (laughs) how did you get this number Uh, who are you new phone who
1: dis
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much what it was
1: yeah his number's in my other phone shan's number uh so but he's not in my work phone so i was like oh okay Okay. this is is shan okay all right i Uh, do
0: I do appreciate that you and Maddie Rose both have two phones, like you're drug dealers. I hate
1: having two phones. Absolutely hate it. The only reason I do is because I don't want to get charged for texting Americans.
0: Okay, all right.
1: But I hate having two phones.
0: You should talk to Art about that. Yeah. With them paying for your phone. They do pay for your work phone, then, don't they? Oh, the
1: work phone's paid for, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, good, okay, good. Yeah, good. Uh, mine doubles as the same thing. Mm. I, I have one phone. Yeah, uh, Patrick. That's that's how I live my life. I want everything into one phone. Um, there's a lot of stuff to get to today. Like a lot of the sports over the weekend uh, were crazy. Um, still really quiet on the Calgary Flames front. Oh as God! Well.
1: Just on the hockey front in general, and that's expected right now. We're getting to the latter yeah. days of summer. Just give it a couple, three weeks here. We'll be into the first week of September and then camps will be open up in two weeks after that. So it, it, I think we're, we're getting to a point where there will be things, but right now it's, it's, it's it is times. bad. It's slim pickings on news. I mean, there was, there was one little trade that dropped at like seven 30 on a Friday, um, a nothing trade. So
0: what was that? I totally missed. You that.
1: know what? You're gonna have to find out in the morning report.
0: Okay, good.
1: <laughs>
0: you call that a tease. In yeah, business. exactly. Call that a tease in the business. Yeah. Um, yeah, super quiet on the Calgary Flames front right now. Still a ton of question marks. And I just love, God bless, Flames Twitter. <laughs> and uh, and I, I see a lot of this from a lot of uh, the fan sites, you know, of other teams, fan bases. And people have their own website. They're trying to draw drive, drive traffic. And they just kind of make up stuff as we go here mm-hmm. just to get some clicks and stuff. It's like what? What's happening? Like what? There's literally nothing going on, and I and I think it's going to be a bit of a. Um, it's going to obviously be a bit of a distraction, you know, day one of camp, when all those guys, namely Elias Lindholm, doesn't have an extension, mm-hmm. and he's still a member of the Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. No Hannafin, still a member of the Calgary Flames. The list, Michael Backlund, the list goes on and on and on, of Calgary Flames players who don't have an extension, so they're going to have to answer all of those questions. Mind you, it'd be a lot easier than if Austin Matthews doesn't have an extension in Toronto. How
1: <laughs> yeah, much it play out. Yeah, I think. And, yeah. So what's
0: taking so long on that front too? With like, the
1: Austin Matthews thing, I, I mean, they. The thing is, like any extension, it's not like well, it's not like they have to worry about clearing cap because that obviously for for yeah, next it's for, year, it's for the following season, It's for the next year. Uh it's. I honestly don't know how you haven't. Uh, you know, this is a top three player in the NHL. I really don't know how yeah, uh, they have, uh, they've gone to this late in the summer without anything, but uh, you know what? Maybe it's just like I, there's so much moving parts there in Toronto. Like, of course, they can't take all big four names through to next year. They're going to have to move something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. No, it's funny in Toronto. It's very funny in Toronto how, yeah. how it's just like crickets and nothing out of there with Austin Matthews. And I'm sure, again, Well, once... Once we're into September, once everybody's just back into things, like into the normal yeah. like work set of team. out of vacation, they're like, hey, "Hey, Toronto hasn't signed Austin Matthews yet."
0: Like, I I get the Lindholm thing because we don't know whether or not he wants to stay here long yep. term.
1: Yep, no, and and Maddie's brought the, up the point where why would you enter a locker room or dressing room where you have no idea what the heck's expecting? You know, you don't. Yeah, it's essentially the same team, but. Okay, yeah, you got your wish. you got it. you got the guy, you got Daryl out of here. It's a new regime. What's changed? And of yeah. course, you don't want to sign away your you know your next eight years of your career to stay in one market where you're like, oh, this, this, I don't like it right now. Mm-hmm. So um,
0: I think that's a valid point. and I also really appreciate something you just did there. You called it a dressing room instead of a locker room.
1: Oh, I correct Thank myself. You. Oh yeah,
0: you know how I feel about that. Oh yeah. It really, like, it. Re- I don't know why that really bothers me. It does. <laughs> it just does. Stop Americanizing our game. <laughs> There's no locker room in hockey. It's just not. It's not a locker. There's no lockers. There's no locker room. Stolve. That's how it works. Um, I guess we can catch up with the Flames guest maybe this week. See what's up? Yeah. A lot of them on vacation and stuff. Yeah. Which did is I see fair. vacation or huh. vacation? What did I just say?
1: Uh, vacation, vacation. Oh, okay, It's no. yeah, no. not a big deal. Uh, yeah, I My mean, mouth
0: isn't working the best lately. I mean, clip that. Derek, um, Derek hasn't
1: responded to anybody's text. Okay. It feels <laughs> he's like. just ghosting everybody. He's just ghosting <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not yeah. talking. It's not hockey. You, know, you, you, like, <laughs> you know, you work for us, right?
0: Like, I, like <laughs> yeah. even like a hey. He's like, hey, what's up? Know, one of those. Yeah. Just yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Hey, Derek, if you're listening, text back. Yeah. We'd like to hear from you. We're worried about your <laughs> personal safety. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, l- yeah,
0: Go ahead. Maybe have Francis on this week. Is he still on vacation? He's
1: got one more week. Julian's got a week, I think, left. Um, yeah. Like I said, everybody, everybody's going to get back rolling in here s- September. Maybe next week. Yeah. Right. It's just, yeah, it's just trying to find anything right now, and it's bad. It's bad. Like, I... I I don't even think of hockey when I like in my daily, any right now. It's well, like, we we have the we have the NFL. Oh my god, there's just so to. many other things that are just going on. I'm just like, yeah, this is it. I'm like, I am not even thinking one second of hockey. I saw Sportsnet threw up a little thing. He's like, it was like, is hockey back. I'm like, no, it's not. Give us a few more weeks, damn it. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> again, very, 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 very quiet. On the Calgary Flames front, um, fantasy football drafts coming up too. I uh, got them all planned. I I just realized all the dates of them, so I got to plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. I have three of them. Okay, and all three leagues I care about for specific reasons. But like, I I don't do use like I used to be so hardcore on the draft prep. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what's going on. I know what I like. I know, like, cause I watch the league so closely. Like, I have a really good feel on what I want, where I want to go with a lot of players and stuff. But, like, using draft software is so, like, you just plot in. If you ever, if, if you've never done this before and want to, you know, have a leg up on all your competition, like, get any sort of draft software mm-hmm. and, uh, input the league, uh, a point scoring system and it automatically ranks all the players for you based on your league's point scoring system. Mm -hmm. And then you just, as the draft goes along, you just pop in the players and it tells you who's best available. It's the best. Hmm. It gives you a really strong guideline of where you should potentially go with your next draft pick instead of reaching for stuff. Of course. Yeah. I find it a very useful tool. So I guess the, uh, the idea of having a Sportsnet 960 only league is dead. Is that dead? I, I nobody have, wants to I, run it.
1: There's been there was what the the they brought it up a week ago, and nothing for Flames media for Flames like Twenty five and, people. And like, who how many in of those guys team? are like hardcore NFL followers?
0: Right, because there's nothing worse than the guy who doesn't care about in your fantasy football no. league and like he's an automatic win when you play against no, so him. Nobody I, wants to. be I a hate the with that free guy.
1: spot on the bingo card. I hate it. Yeah,
0: nobody wants to do that.
1: Like you paid money into this. You just yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm all about
0: the live draft. I definitely like the live draft. Oh, no.
1: yeah, like You got to be there at the draft. You got to be in the room or whatever. You can't auto-draft this stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you like, could
1: pre-rank, but that doesn't... There's no way you can guarantee, Yeah, this is how it's going to map out. No. Yeah, no it, it's chance. It's not the way it goes. You're no, going to pre-rank a, all, whatever, 200 players that are going to get drafted? Like, mm-hmm. no, it just doesn't make any sense. So, like, yeah, I'm take all about, a couple uh, hours.
0: Plan yeah, and. I'm all about... Um, being there in the room, like I like the the smack talk.
1: Yeah, I got I like that getting I, together with some guys, mm-hmm. having some beers, like just you know. Yeah, Tuesday September fifth is my uh, last one, so just two days before the season. That's the big mm-hmm. one. I go in and uh, it's at a buddy's place, so that'll be really fun. Uh you and me also have to sing
0: to uh, Matt Rose. Oh, it's on the whiteboard
1: now, so it's not it's not going to get yeah. an escape us this
0: time. Yeah, the whiteboard uh, is definitely very very. Very official. Okay, uh, we got lost to do today. Got a pretty good show. I'm not going to lie. Like, we got some big-time
1: guests That's today. A good guest. Yeah. It's a good guest. We've today. never uh, had the first guest, uh, at least in this yeah, information of the show.
0: Well, I knew he was doing the uh, the FIBA World Cup, so um, I knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Showman, Yes. Uh, the voice of the Blue Jays on Sportsnet and uh, Canada Basketball Play 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 going to join us at 7:30. That's exciting. Oh yeah.
1: Love Probably Dan. the
0: best play-by-play voice in North America.
1: Ah, uh, just because he's so multifaceted, like he used to, he's like a throwback. Guys just, uh used to do multiple sports. They they'd branch out, they'd get and now it's just like, well, we're going to pay you to call football or we're going to pay you to call hockey. Yeah. And, and Dan Schulman's one of those like old, you know, guys from the throwbacks, you know, he can call college basketball, obviously one of the best for ESPN. <laughs> and then calling the major league baseball on on the radio for 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 the for the playoffs and whatnot and then for the blue jays as well uh being their full-time play-by-play man. Yeah, yeah, Dan Schulman's one of the best in the game for sure.
0: Uh Charles Davis NFL analyst on CBS. Check around uh training camps, what's going on, what's the latest. Yeah, he uh was working the Minnesota Tennessee game I believe on Friday. Mm. So uh, and Aaron Rodgers is going to make his preseason uh, debut
1: in their finale
0: yes. of the preseason.
1: Yeah, because they had uh, they, they the Hall of Fame game, so they get the final preseason week off, I think. Right.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to um, touching uh, a lot of topics around with, um, kicking a lot of topics around with Charles Davis when it comes to the National Football League, especially like the AFC is so ridiculously loaded. Oh, my God. And. I don't even know like what to ask for the city of Calgary because we've already done this topic on this show. Like, you know, what's your NFL team? We got no answer essentially from our listeners.
1: No, it's such a mixed bag here, George. It, it is. is. It is like it doesn't. It, there is no. It's not like Toronto. You're almost all Bills fans. I don't know if it's almost all Bills fans in Toronto, but they do. Even on their radio station, they do give more love to the Bills. Obviously, here it's it's a corticopia of just mixed fun. For your NFL team, all 32 teams get a little love out here, some more than others. But you know, I love having uh, seeing multiple jerseys at bars or whatnot. It's it's really cool cool to see.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm super stoked uh, for the season. Very interesting opener too. Chiefs and Lions is going to be super.
1: Yeah, Detroit getting thrown in there. uh, Hey, hey, Detroit, you're the you're everybody's favorite to win the NFC North. Here you go Go to Arrowhead when they raise the banner.
0: Well, I think I think. I think the Lions have morphed into everyone's second favorite team because of what the Browns did in getting Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so it used to be everyone's second favorite team was Cleveland. You yep. know, those lovable Browns. Yeah. And, you know, I'm saying, hey, is it going to be my, hey, I would like so to see the Browns win. Like the Cubs. Base is, yeah, I've been so tortured for so many years. And everybody's like, oh, I hate that Deshaun Watson because he's a scumbag. Yeah, uh, I'm going to jump on the Lions bandwagon. They're just
1: asked- as much losers <laughs> as the Browns are. Uh, I would say they, yeah, they are actually bigger losers than the Cleveland yeah. Browns because they uh, the Browns, the Lions haven't won a title since the '50s. At least the Browns have won in '64. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, the Cleveland with Deshaun Watson, he's actually bad. I think he's he's actually I think just reading the point, he's not a good quarterback. <laughs> you don't think so? I think he's, he's having a real. terrible camp right now.
0: In yeah, that in that joint I... pr-
1: in that joint practice with the with the Eagles, I think he threw like three picks.
0: Well, hey, that's something you can ask Charles Davis about.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he's not. I like they're not. Like it, it just feels like, yeah, this is this was going to happen, Cleveland. You gave him all that guaranteed money, uh, that big ass contract for what he did. He left football for what a year, and you just expect him to just pick up where he left off? No, that guy's never going to be the same. And that's a good team in Cleveland. That is yeah. a good team.
0: They got some talent. Uh, we'll ask Charles Davis about that. And the uh, winner of the Shaw Charity Classic presented by Rogers. Yes. Ken Duke yeah, he's going to join us at 8.30. Nope. His first career
1: title. That's fun. Yeah, I know. He, uh, he spent uh, a good chunk of his uh, professional career in the Canadian Tour, so picking up his first ever win in Canada was huge. I had a chance to go down there on Saturday, uh, take uh, taking all the festivities. It was super, super cool. I uh, just want to thank Chris Dornan for... Setting us all up for these interviews that we've had leading up to uh, the Shaw Charity Classic, and they put on a hell of a show this weekend. Did you Did you meet any of our winners or no? No, I didn't win. I didn't know. I see. I didn't know. Like, I don't know any of our winners. I had. I had like the little spot. I was in the ninth hole and the fifteenth hole. Uh, walked around. Saw a over the skins game. I didn't see any of the winners.
0: Uh, it's cool when you see um, those guys, even at, even in the Champions Tour. Um, it's cool to, to watch them and the way the ball just sounds coming off their club oh. is just different.
1: Right. Oh my God. It, it's just, it's, it's it, these guys, yeah, they're, they're, they're over 50, whatever, but they they still whip the hell out of you on a golf course. These oh, guys are yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. Like it, just say, just they do make it look so easy? And then you just get out there and like, this is the hardest thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh the sound of the ball. Oh, it's just awesome.
0: the way it just explodes off their clubs. And they're the all uh, and they're
1: all just so friendly and all so nice and everything, just walking Because we like on the ninth hole, we were right in the front row, like where they had this little uh little I got like a little patio set up and whatnot. You mm-hmm. could go in there and uh, have all the all you can eat food and drinks. Like, holy crap, it was awesome. And i sat right there. Got got a picture of K J Choi, he was probably like five feet in front of me. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Uh Getting some KJ Joy
0: love. Okay, so um, the stamps lost another. Hard oh yeah. yeah,
1: they
0: did. Like, it's kind of weird when the well, actually the the other team in Alberta won for the first time. Yeah, we'll they might win two straight too. To a, thanks to a Niagara <laughs> fallian, I might add. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> yes, Small, yes, a native
1: Niagara fallian like myself. I the Elks. Could easily beat Ottawa and end that home home losing streak this week. You well. think so? I think it's a possibility. Ottawa just blew a 17-three lead to Montreal yeah. uh at home. So we'll we'll see. But I, I think Edmonton like, it's scary, man. If the Elks coming in here, yeah. winning two straight, if they can bid through Ottawa, Calgary's gotta go to Toronto, man. It's just there's no just nothing in that offense. It's just so lifeless. Yeah. A- Eighteen points all from Renee Parades. Uh, anytime they had a big play, it just felt like they just shot themselves in the foot. Another pick six from Jake Mayer was the only touchdown in the entire game. And that ended up being the ultimate decider as uh Winnipeg. You know, they, they adjusted. They, they played well under, they played just as well, just as they did, did enough uh, without Zach Caleros.
0: Um, that's something I want to get to at seven o'clock. Um, I was on the golf course uh, yesterday. Shocker. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I uh, I did a radio hit with a man Roger LeJuan, Toronto. Oh nice. And uh, he asked me about um, the attendance and why it isn't the best in Calgary.
1: Facility uh, is one. Um that's what that's <laughs> what I kinda want to ask
0: our texters yeah. <laughs> at
1: seven o'clock.
0: That's what I, I do I want to ask. Why aren't they going to stamp teams?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm totally they announced twenty thousand and yeah, it was chilly but there was probably around 14. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's well, when,
0: whenever they announce attendance, it's tickets sold. That's oh yeah, exactly.
1: Is. That's all they care about. Yeah. That's all they care Whether about. Whether you
0: come or not, that's fine.
1: Yeah. But,
0: uh, yeah, I want to do that at seven o'clock. Also, mm-hmm, uh, sure. something about the blue Jays at seven o'clock too. I want to do that at seven. Let me write it down. Blue Jays. I have I already have this in my head, what I want to do. So there's two things at seven o'clock I want to do as well. All right. Um, before we get to the uh, the Rose Report starring Patrick Dumont, there's lots to discuss on the weekend. Um, Blue Jays uh, take the rubber against the uh, Reds. Big win for them. Um, Spain wins the Women's Olga, World Cup. yeah. Oh, my God. What a horrible yeah, story. I know.
1: Like, my God.
0: Like, for those of you who don't know, um, Olga Carmona, who mm-hmm. scored the winning goal for Spain, finds out after the match her father passes away. Like, yeah. what the hell?
1: Yeah, I you can't. You, there's no celebrating. There's nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I was like, I wasn't even gonna mention it in the morning report because I was just like, oh, that's really sad. Uh, but it is sad. I did. You, I, you brought it I up just, here, but yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I just like for that type of horrible news, they didn't tell her before the match. Apparently, no, so she could play the match and be, you know. Like how, and like whether, or not, that's, or, whether
1: or not that's the the, the right idea is like, wow, did the Spanish Fed- Football Federation pick winning a trophy over telling a player that their father like being died? being human? Yeah. um But you figure like, why wasn't, why didn't her mom contact her or maybe a family member? Why would the Spanish Football Federation only know? But maybe they, I don't know, maybe it was just a family decision, but...
0: Who knows? Yeah. But it's just horrible news. um She finds out her father passed away after the match. Who has to break the news to her, like, and when, like while they're celebrating? Actually, Olga, can I talk to you for a minute? Hey, it's come like, here! Are you kidding me right now?
1: Yeah, it's I don't know an how. Awful you, story. I don't know how anybody can be the the right person there because you obviously want to be out there when you get your medal, yeah. you pick up the trophy, you run around the field and do whatever you know, celebrate with the fans. Because uh, we've all seen World Cup celebrations; they can go they go on for a half hour, you know. So, like. Uh well, if
0: you're Argentina, they go on for weeks. <laughs> well, exactly,
1: sure. exactly. And I mean, sure, sure they're partying. Like, maybe not as much, maybe as when the, the Spanish men's team won, but obviously this this women's team winning their first World Cup is is huge for them as well and, and growing their sport, which Spain has been, you know, I, I thought heading into this tournament, they could have been a, a team that could maybe win this thing, and you thought, hey, this is a team. This is a team that could do it, and uh, here they are. But that's a sad, sad I way pre, to end I, it. I,
0: I appreciate you patting me on the back because I said, what, about a week and a half ago? Yeah. At least that Spain, to me, looks like a team that could win the whole thing. Yeah. Based it was, on their skill. Heading
1: into that quarterfinal against the Dutch. Yeah.
0: Good. Look at me. Look at me with my eye on women's soccer. <laughs> 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 like, I kind of like this team. And uh, lastly, before we get to uh, the Rose Report, lots to do on the program, as I mentioned. Uh, Ken Duke, Charles Davis, Dan Shulman. Um, I'm I'm really surprised. My boyfriend Novak Djokovic uh, won yesterday in Cincinnati because he was finished, according to Twitter, after Wimbledon.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Finished. Yeah, yeah totally. It's over for him. No, nope, uh, just played Done. another epic, epic match. I just throw showing up the highlights here right now. Uh, it was hot in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, when
0: when like a guy who is literally like one of the like best in shape human beings on the planet is struggling with the heat. You mm-hmm. know, maybe this is a little too hot to play.
1: Yeah. And they're gonna and they're gonna be facing it again uh, in a in a week's time in Flushing Meadows with you know how that US late Open. summer New yep. York swampy heat yeah uh, it's um, gonna be nasty on that hard court it is gonna be nasty at least they got um, the roof at Arthur Ashe that if it you know if it maybe gets too hot and obviously it's too can, sunny. yeah too sunny they can sure. throw the roof up but I think yeah. they maybe maybe Louis Armstrong's got a roof now too but. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not going to be great weather conditions nope. up there for sure. And Alcaraz was crying after. Yeah, it. Bro, I saw it's that.
0: Just a, it's just a Masters one thousand. Like, why are you like, crying?
1: I, you just beat Djokovic at Wimbledon, dude. What? The, yeah, I know. What like, do you are you worrying crying? about? It's Embarrassing. <laughs> like, come on, like, man. Like, wow, you, you haven't <laughs> okay, lost if a it's Masters one thousand. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what? I know, like Masters one thousands. Yeah.
1: Guess what, Alcaraz? You're still the one seed heading into New York. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you'll
1: be fine. <laughs>
0: Um. Again, nobody cares about this hot tennis talk we're doing. Uh, right. My man, Djokovic, just needs one more. He needs to win Monte Carlo one more to have all of them three times, which Oof. is absurd.
1: Nah. And his next win will be his 40th.
0: Which is absurd, which might be in New York yep. uh, in about uh, two and a half weeks' time. Yep.
1: All right. Uh,
0: Rose Report straight ahead featuring Patrick Dumont. Lots to get to. On the Calgary sporting scene as well, the Stampeders lose. Uh, the Blue Jays split the rubber with the Reds. I got some Hunjin Ryu stats. I got I got asked two questions by my man Roger Lejoie on my radio hit on the golf course yesterday, and uh, I want to do that at seven o'clock. We'll talk to Dan Showman. We'll talk to Charles Davis. We'll talk to Ken Duke, who just won the Shaw Charity Classic. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. It's George. It's Patrick. It's Zom. It's Shan. Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan you're listening to the big show on the official home of your calgary flames sportsnet 960 the fan live from doug Lacey's basement systems downtown studio it's the big show russick and rose sportsnet 960 the fan no maddie rose he's back tomorrow patrick dumas who have the rose report starring patrick dumas straight ahead the top of the hour. Uh, two things I want to get to. I want to talk about, uh, the Blue Jays playoff chances and, uh, Calgary Stampeders attendance. Mm-hmm. Two things I was asked about on a radio hit yesterday. I want to, uh, dive into that, uh, with Patrick and you at nine sixty nine sixty on the old text line. Uh, Dan Showman, Blue Jays and Canada basketball play by play for Sportsnet at 730. Charles Davis, NFL analyst on CBS at eight o'clock. And he won the Shaw charity classic down at Canyon Meadows this past weekend. Ken Duke going to join us at 8 30 but right now a busy busy flipping weekend in the world of the sports uh it's time for the rose report starring patrick Jamon. it's brought to you by motorworks if you own a bmw choose motorworks for service and repairs they'll gladly match and then beat any competitors price by 10 percent on 51st Avenue, and third street southeast marty rose matt rose matt rose adam rose rose and blue matty rose no this is patrick
1: Toronto, the Blue Jays, they're now looking up at the Seattle Mariners, George, for that final wild card spot in the American League, and the American, uh, the Mariners have only gone and rallied off five straight, entering Sunday. So the Jays need to find more consistency in the standings, as they've gone nine and eight to start the month of August. Sunday, however, the Blue Jays were looking to earn a series victory over the Reds. Friday and Saturday both saw big returns to the lineup in Trevor Richards, Kevin Kiermeyer, and Bo Bichette. Uh, which also ended the time of one Paul DeYoung as a Blue Jay. I will you. He went three for 44 with one RBI. Uh, Jay is
0: getting close. I don't to even know how he had 13 home runs this year. I have
1: no idea. I saw him like, he had 13 home runs? All right. And like I how? saw articles. article. It's like, uh, Angels need to stay away from recently TFA'd <laughs> Paul DeYoung. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Let's not, All right. let's not go there. Uh Jay's getting close to full strength with Chad Green expected to join them maybe as soon as this week or at least when rosters expand. Uh, but Sunday's start saw the return of the promising Hunter Green for the Reds. Uh, Jays trotting out Hyunjin Ryu. who has been pretty dang good it's coming back from Tommy John. Uh, Hunter Green also coming back from his own Tommy John. And the scoring came early and often in this one. And some really poor defense as well. Boba Bichette would get a triple uh, with the second bat of the game. Then Brandon Belt would get some help. Uh, from Red second baseman, Matt McClain, who can't uh, corral what could have been an inning-ending play. Uh, Bichette scores, and the Jays are off and running in the first. Second inning, more from Toronto, with Danny Jansen on second. Kevin Kiermaier, who's known as one of the better Jays hitters when dealing with high-velocity pitches. Well, he strikes on one of those high-velocity pitches from Hunter Green. The one-two. High drive to right field.
0: Backing up Fairchild. He's at the track. He's looking up. The ball's gone! Two run shot, Kevin Kiermeyer, three nothing Blue Jays.
1: Yeah, and just a couple battle, batters later, Brandon Belt wants to get in on the homer party. Two one is slammed to right field. Fairchild at the wall, and
0: it's off the top of the wall, and it bounces back into the ballpark. Belt heading to second. They'll say it's a home run.
1: Yeah, it uh, looked like it was, uh, it was. It was under review, but it was a home run. Uh, Belt and Merrifield come home. Or sorry, a couple. Uh, then uh, yeah, sorry. Brandon Belt's two-run home run. Merrifield scores uh, home and, uh, yeah, review. Deems it a home run, and the Jays expand their lead to five. uh, But in the bottom half, the Reds would benefit from uh, some of the Jays' poor defense and score two thanks to a Matt Chapman throwing error. And then top four, uh, the returning Bo Bichette continues his strong comeback with a solo solo shot to right his 18th. And then more from Brandon Belt. 2-2. Belt hits a ball hard to left field. That turns around Steer. That ball's out of here. Two-homer game, Brandon Belt. The Blue Jays go back-to-back. It's
0: 7-2, and it's a derby day in Cincinnati for Toronto.
1: Stay hot, Brandon Belt. Uh, his second home run of the day. Uh, over his last 15 games, he's batting 327 with five home runs and eight RBIs. That made it 7-2, Jays. And the homers didn't stop from there. George Springer would add one more. He'd get two, uh, two run shots to make it 9-2. they tack on one more to make it 10-2. Ten. Uh, Reds would get one more. 10-3 the final. Uh, but the Jays take two or three from Cincinnati. They needed that because Seattle doesn't feel like they're going to be uh, stopping anytime soon.
0: Yeah, it's uh, definitely a tooth and nail uh, for the playoffs for the Blue Jays. And we'll get to that uh, later on, too. Yeah. You mentioned Hunjin Ryu uh, in his first start. It looked like he was uh, pitching BP. Mm -hmm. You know, gave up four earned runs, 429 opponent batting average, a two whip, you know, three-to-one strikeout to a walk ratio. Since then, in his last three starts, dude's been on fire. Uh, 14 innings, zero earned runs. Opponents are hitting just 122, an 071 whip, and 12-to-4 Ks to walk ratio. Mm. Like, he's been fantastic, and who had... You know the best rotation in baseball from top to bottom right now, which the Toronto Blue Jays possess, and Alec Manoa is not a factor in it.
1: Yeah, like you could, you, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd have to call myself crazy if you thought that Alec Manoa wasn't going to be a part of this rotation and be a top rotation in the in the major leagues. But yeah, man, Hyunjin Ryu, full credit to Husei Kikuchi. I think what say's done, uh, having his greatest career of uh, his MLB career for sure right now, mm-hmm. uh, this year. Uh, Ryu's been great since coming back. And now that you can't complain about Kevin Gosman, you want to see more? Maybe if Barrios and Bassett can just find more consistency. They were on six days rest their last outing. So maybe once you get back on the they're, normal they both been days, pretty damn good. they both year, been Patrick. pretty damn good. But like you, if they could even get better, uh, maybe more yep. for Bassett. Uh, look out. And also the bullpen's been great as well. Uh, Brown oh. and Francis came in to close out the final three innings. And yeah, they had the big lead. But... Uh, he struck out uh, four and allowing only two hits over the final three innings, earning a, his first uh, Major League save. So, yeah. yeah, Mariners won't stop winning, and um, more on them in a second. But the Jays are about to enter a house of horrors against a team that absolutely owns them. That's the Baltimore Orioles, and they'll kick off that series on Tuesday. Also, Vlad Jr. left this one with some finger discomfort on his left middle finger. Middle finger, finger Left discomfort. middle finger. Middle uh, finger. Middle finger, but uh, isn't expected to yes. miss any time. You'll never make it to the bigs with fungus on your shower shoes. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, the Jays entering Sunday, now chasing the Seattle Mariners for the final wildcard spot. And what a week it's been for the M's. Five straight wins, Owen Julio Rodriguez with a cool 17 oh hits in four games, something that hasn't been done since 1900. Everything going right for the team in Teal, and that continued on Sunday.
0: Sino high fly ball.
1: Left field destined for and landing in the Crawford boxes. Goodness gracious. Yeah, goodness gracious indeed. That made a 4-0 Mariners. They go to a 6-0 lead. Houston would score five in the bottom of the third, but Seattle will get an all-important insurance run in the fifth. Mariners hold on for a 7-6 win to sweep away the Astros and say a half game up on Toronto. And they're doing it on the backs of uh, just like they did last year with Julio Rodriguez and Eugenio Suarez killing it right now. They're a scary bunch. They continue this road trip in Chicago to begin a three-game set with the White Sox. Um, so, yeah, that's a tough one right now, the way the Jays, yeah. you know, they've been holding on to that third wild card spot for so long. But, you know, who knows? Like, Houston's getting thrown back into this race as well with yeah, this they are. latest sweep. And, uh, you know, they got a series coming up with the Boston Red Sox, uh, who uh, won 6-5 yesterday to sweep away the Yankees. Uh, New York loses eighth straight for their first bad. time since yeah, too bad. Uh, loses eighth straight for the first time since 1995. Uh, team hasn't finished with a record below 500 since 1992, and their playoff streak is definitely in jeopardy as they haven't missed since 2016. Yeah, um,
0: we'll get into the Blue Jays playoff odds and a question. Uh, my man Roger Lajoie asked me yesterday on the radio that I want to ask you and our listeners of Calgary. Sure. we'll do that coming up at seven o'clock.
1: Also, Canada State and uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania at the Little League World Series has come to a quick and abrupt end after they were beaten 10-1 by Mexico. They finished with a 1-2 and record. The Little League World Series runs all week uh, with the final next Sunday. Uh, NHL. Uh, hey. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's grim days in the NHL offseason when I'm reporting a trade that happened on a Friday night around 730, actually. George, you don't know, have any clue what I'm talking about. No idea. Okay, well, the Buffalo Sabres sent uh, defenseman Ilya Labushkin to the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for a fourth-round pick of 2025.
0: Wow. Grasping Uh, at straws here, people. uh, Labushkin, wow. Uh, He was the guy deemed in Toronto uh, top pair Russian bear. Oh, (laughs) nope. (laughs) Yeah. He was a big free agent signing for the Sabres. They really liked that move.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, they s- okay. Well, yeah. So can ahead. I
0: play conspiracy theorists now? You can totally please? play conspiracy. Ooh, I you know, know my theory, theory on conspiracy here. theories. Okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not into all of them, but you're crazy if you don't think there's at least one out there. So, so maybe they're clearing up room for Noah Hannafin. Ooh. ah, uh? maybe.
1: Does that uh. now?
0: My did I just wet your whistle? Did I just tickle I mean, your fancy?
1: Like. You think why? Why would they make this trade? I don't think the yeah. Sabers needed to clear any sort of cap, right? Uh, and he's a very serviceable defenseman. Like, why did they do it, and Patrick? They get they get a fourth in twenty twenty five. So it's not like they it's gained, a dump. <laughs> it's literally uh-huh. just getting rid of him.
0: Ooh, I don't know. I what are like you th- and now? Are the wheels turning right now for Hannafin you?
1: Hannifin to Buffalo always made the most sense to me. Yes, it always made the most sense. I don't know. I they like, got some prospects. Got Middlestad's
0: the name that's been thrown around a lot.
1: I think Middlestad, uh, a second and something. You'd probably get it done. Um,
0: Azam. Azam, am I am I talking a lot of sense right now or no? No, 100%. I think that's a definite spot. I think Peyton Krebs could be a guy yeah, that could come yeah. over. Uh, he's the guy that I thought. A geeky could be another guy as a prospect coming back. So definitely a lot of sense there.
1: We'll see. Yeah. See now.
0: He got me thinking about that
1: now. He's like, why would you move me a little bushkin? I don't know.
0: Well, I, I just told you. I had no idea he got dealt. Yeah. I totally missed it. I that. don't think a
1: lot of people did. <laughs> yeah. uh, Calgary Peters. they were in action Friday night, taking on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at a chilly McMahon stadium. Eight degrees of kickoff, George. Gotta love August weather. Uh, the game sure felt like it was in late October, and boy, that offense was stuck in the mud once again. Every time it felt like they were going to do something after a big play, something went wrong. And they had to come out with three points. Uh, Renee, he can only Renee Paradis can only do so much. He missed two field goals, uh, but he was the only one that scored any points. And if he makes those two field goals, they win the game. But Jake Mayer throws a third pick, six of the year, 12 over interceptions on the season, most in the league. Uh, that's the touch net, lone touchdown of the night. DeMario Houston. Uh, he was just a ball hawk. Uh, Winnipeg would be the better one winning this one. 1918. Uh, here's Coach Dave. He was not pleased after this one. Uh, it was a team loss.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody probably has a play they want back. Um, you know, we had a lot of balls in our hands, and even on defense, we had a good shot at something. But, you know, good teams find them, find ways to make the plays, and the teams that aren't winning, they find ways to lose. We found another way to lose.
1: Yeah, more missed opportunities for this group. The falls 3-7 and seven on the year. They will head out east to Toronto for their Week 12 matchup uh, this Friday night. Really important one because the team... That's directly in front of them in the West Standings. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders were in action last night against the BC Lions, and whoa, Jake Dolagala making the start for the injured Mason Fine. He was really good. Going 18-29 for two, 239 yards and three touchdowns. Riders win 34-29, improved to 5-5. Five and five. That East crossover could still come into play. Uh, there's still a lot of football to be played because, I mean, but Hamilton Ottawa, they had two big losses on the weekend, of course, but Stamps, a crossover team. Might be the only way they get into the playoffs. Yeah, but doesn't it feel still
0: wide open?
1: It does. Like, it just... I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say the Riders are going to... The Riders aren't a great team. Uh, they were up 31-13 and almost blew that one last night to BC. Uh, and we'll see. It was Doligala's first game this year. We'll see what happens. Uh, I like them better than Mason Fine, but I, Calgary, can if they can beat Toronto and then they got the home-and-home home with Edmonton, it's not done yet. It's not like they're a complete wash. It's still a strong group that believes in each other. I think they'll be okay, but if they lose, it feels like they got to go 2-1 and over the next three here.
0: Yeah, it it definitely does. And obviously, um, when it comes to the Stamps, isn't it just the offense? Like, how much? Oh, it's the offense. 100% it's the offense. But you you and Maddie know better than I do. But I'm just saying, like, at what point, like, how long is the leash on Jake Mayer, like,
1: Right. Well, At what I mean, point? It, the thing is, like, Tommy Stevens is the one guy who would is the backup, right? But he's not a guy that's going to stretch the field. He's maybe like he's a Chris Streveler light. Um, so we'll we'll you'd see. But there's really no other options. The two Americans that the, the other guys, Chris Reynolds and Logan Bonner, it's their first year of CFL football. Like, you throw them out there, you're asking, you're begging for trouble. Right now, it's just they gave Jake Mayer, Mayer this partially guaranteed contract, kind of like what they did to Taylor Cornelius in Edmonton. But, again, there's no Trey Ford beating down the door. And Jake's got to get this right. It's another game where he's under 50% throwing the ball as well. He had big plays, but it's just once they got down to the to the end there, they just couldn't get through. The running game got stuffed. It was a big play, and then first down, run it. You didn't want to like, – Keep the gut, the throwing. The throwing was working. I don't know. It's, it, it is a mess. And I don't know if it's Dave surrendering the play calling duties this year. And maybe it's something they go back to. Maybe it's, it's going to be the point, point where Dave Dickens is like, Hey, I'm going to take over this offense because as good as Mark Mueller is, and he's very highly thought of around this league. It's not working right now. It's not working. Is that something we potentially ask him on Wednesday?
0: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe? You mean, like, I'll ask him? You can ask him.
1: I don't want to <laughs> ask him. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll ask him. <laughs> uh, local uh, stuff. Cavs, other, ca- other, other local football. Uh, Calvary FC uh, in action. They were looking to go top of the CPL table. They were looking to get back their winning ways after blowing a 2-0 lead last week against Valor. Uh, we're back home yesterday taking on uh, York United, and the great crowd at Spruce Meadows got treated to an early goal as Ali Moosey would put in a header from right around the penalty spot, uh, and the Cavs were off and rolling. Second half, another quick start from Cavs.
0: Accio driving in to flex and has a third goal
1: in just two games. He can flip today. And Willie Accio is absolutely loving his time with his hometown
0: club. Exceptional. And another early goal, maybe a dagger so early in this second half.
1: Stay hot. Willie Accio, third goal in two games, and his uh, second goal at home. Cavs are out to uh, a 2-0 lead, and they would need that goal. It's a little over 10 minutes later. Clement Baia uh, would pull York within one. Cavs, however, do hold on uh, in the second half, pick up all three points, and move back into first in the CPL standings. Their next action will be next Sunday afternoon when they welcome Atletico Ottawa, a team they've Mm. yet to beat this season. So another uh, big one in this ever-tight CPL race. Well, uh,
0: Patrick, you were a little... um I don't know if you were angry, um, but you were upset with the start of the season.
1: I think a lot of people were. It was just you know, I was like, "Where it just draws, draws." Nobody likes draws, and like they'd blow leads. They'd have they'd have a lead late, and they just you know they the, the the next team would tie it in, like the 89th minute or something like that. So, I think they finally got what they want here. The group's healthy. They did they did yesterday without uh, without and Tigney, who's uh, one of the most electric players in the league right now. Uh, but they got Wally Moosey back and, and Willie Akio being back uh, here in Calgary. He's been great. Uh, this is a good team. Uh, I saw Tommy Wilden there on Saturday at the golf tournament. had a good chance uh, to talk with him about uh, about the squad and everything. Uh, he's feeling good. Uh, it's mm. exciting times. And there's two spots available in the CONCACAF Champions League this year. Uh, if you win the table, if you finish top, and then, of course, if you win the league. So a little bit more uh, more uh, more need added uh, this year. So sure. finish first. They got to keep going here, and gotta, it, it continues next week with uh, with Ottawa coming into town. Are they the best team in the league? I don't. I don't know if they're the best team. I still want to say Pacific might just be a little bit smidge above them. But this league is—it's so good. It like it. Everybody can beat anybody. It's kind of like the CFL where we're like, yeah, like they could lose any day because there's it's. This is what happens in small leagues, right? right. Yeah, there's one team at the bottom that's Vancouver they're an expansion team Valor is like no okay but they just beat Cavs last week but then there's those six one through six separated by I think four or five points because anybody's title right now but right now I think Cavs have been probably the team of the summer the summer months I think it's when Cavs kind of took over hmm. so we'll see okay. what happens right. uh yeah I yeah uh, some golf, uh, middle tournament of the three at the FedEx Cup playoffs the BMW Championship. Matt Fitzpatrick and Scotty Scheffler tied for the lead at 11 under entering Sunday. Both would put ideal together ideal rounds, uh, the exact type of round you want in a final round. But uh, just one problem some dude from Norway that likes to wear bright shirts.
0: I mean, you walk by a store and you see 50 guys who look just like me fighting over very complicated shirts. You go
1: in. Yes you do. You go in. Victor Hovland put together a 9 under 61 to win the BMW Championship by two. Not bad. Over Scheffler and Fitzpatrick. Did You catch any of this one, George?
0: Uh I uh, I didn't, but I saw some yeah. of the highlights. Yeah, it's and uh shooting a 28 on any 9 is ridiculous. <laughs> like that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and he had a bogey. He shot a 61 and had a bogey. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, a uh, hell of a round for Victor Hovland. He's a he's a real threat to to win this whole thing. Uh, the top Canuck was Corey Connors. He came home uh, in a five way tie for tenth at seven under. Corey will be among the top thirty in Atlanta at this week's FedEx Cup finale, the Tour Championship. Nick Taylor will also be there, despite finishing the tournament uh, the BMW at ten over. Uh, the two Adams will not be in Atlanta, despite Svensson putting together a solid six under. Fitzpatrick's second place finish shot him up from fortieth to tenth. As he was the only player to not be in the top 30 entering the BMW Championship to qualify, that means one poor soul has to miss. And that was Chris Kirk, who misses by nine points. Uh, had a great Thursday and Friday wow. shooting a 66, but then a 75 and a 71 over the weekend was his untimely end. Uh, the Tour Championship brings in the starting strokes. Uh, world number one and number one in the FedEx Cup standing, Scotty Scheffler will start Thursday at 10 under. He'll have a two-shot lead over Victor Hovland. From there, it'll be one-stroke increments. Corey Connors will be among five players uh, starting at two-under. Nick Taylor will be at one-under. And good luck to Sam Burns, Emiliano Grillo, Tyrell Hatton, Jordan Spieth, and Seph Straka. They'll all be at even par. Eastlake hmm. is the site. $18 million to the winner and a five-year exemption on tour. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, final I, like, you one, yeah. know,
0: I actually like how they do this.
1: It's kind of cool. It's, little... it's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but at least like you know it. There's there's an aggregate. You know how far back you are, yep. and, and then it's just easier to know who wins the whole thing. Yep, just got a like, block. It's <laughs> like when Tiger won the tour championship, and everybody was going crazy, and then like, oh, by the way, just was it Justin
1: Rose? Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, Justin Rose won the FedEx Cup. Yeah, it's like okay, nobody cared that Justin yeah. Rose won the FedEx Cup. No. It was all about Tiger winning the tour championship.
1: Exactly. So uh, whoever wins this, well, like, we'll see. Like, I like I wonder if like. Like the Sepp Straka, for example, if he wins this tournament, does he win the FedEx Cup? Or would it have to be like, because he's like third? No, yeah,
0: the winner of the tournament wins the FedEx Cup.
1: Oh, that's just, you. the winner gets enough points to win the FedEx Cup. I
0: believe so, okay. yeah. Yes, that's how it works now. That's okay. why they have, you You. you start with the, the amount of strokes behind. Yeah. yeah. Right. The winner of the tournament wins the FedEx Cup.
1: Okay. Cool. Yes. That is cool. Uh, that'll start up on Thursday. Uh, yesterday it's, been, was,
0: it's been like that for a few years now. Yeah, Two, three years now? Yeah, I think so.
1: Since they, they reformatted the FedEx Cup to yeah, make yeah, it yeah. more matter, matter more. Uh, final round of the Shot Charity uh, yesterday at Canyon Meadows Golf and Country Club. Uh, Tim Petrovic looking to go wire to wire and pick up his first ever victory on the Champions Tour. But Tim's cool and calm one under wasn't enough to fend off another tour member in search of their first win on tour. And it was Ken Duke who put together a nice 4-under 66 to take home the Shaw Charity Classic, his first ever win on the Champions Tour. Kendall joins us at 8.30 to discuss the win. Spent a good chunk of his professional career uh, on the Canadian Tour from 96 to 2003, and he was uh, quite happy that he could pick up his first ever win in Canada. So looking forward to that chat. Uh, final round of the Cincinnati Masters, the last real test stop before the U.S. Open gets underway next Sunday. And what a final we had on, men, uh, on the men's side. Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz, a little over a month removed from their epic final at Wimbledon. Uh, there's a good bet they'll be doing it again in about two and a half weeks' time. Uh, still a lot of tennis to be between now and then, but that includes the Cincinnati final, and they put on another show, nearly four hours. Uh, as Joker, three hours and 48 minutes. Uh, That's as, insane. Yeah, as Djokovic used two tie breaks to take this one, 5-7, 7-6, 7-6. After the match, Djokovic called it one of the toughest matches of his career. Both had to deal with the 36-degree heat. Absolute scorcher on that hard court, and they'll... They'll have to do, deal with that heat again, I'm sure, uh, in a week's time at Flushing Meadows. But uh, what a final last night. Uh, Djokovic's 39th title on the ATP Tour.
0: I'm clearly biased. You know my love for Novak Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Too much fist pumping from Carlos Alcaraz. <laughs> Just too much. Like, every point you're pumping your fist. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Again, the kid's a phenom. He's There's excited. No He's excited. Didn't yeah, have to just, cry, though. When Djokovic is gone, like who's going to push him? Like Who's that next player? Man, nobody's pushing Alcaraz. Sinner? Okay, great. Maybe. Great. But, yeah.
1: yeah. You Sinner
0: and Alcaraz are going to carry men's tennis. Great. Good luck.
1: Woo! Be
0: the doldrums after <laughs> the, the golden age of men's tennis. Yeah, but we, anyway.
1: We've been privileged. Uh, but if, I guess
0: Djokovic's not finished yet. According to social media, the new king, Alcaraz, it's over for Djokovic. Like you'll never win again. I just love the hot tennis days for people who don't even follow the sport. Just watch one match and know everything about yeah. it. It's just the worst. Yeah, no.
1: Uh, Women's World Cup final, England, Spain. Both nations in search of their first World Cup title. The lionesses trying to bring football home for the first time since the men's side did it all the way back in 1966. England had an early chance, 15th minute. Rachel Daly puts it right off the woodwork. England inches away from making Stadium Australia explode in excitement. Spain overall were the stronger side. England may be playing a little more tense. Uh, Spain with the icebreaker in the 29th minute, thanks to Olga Carmona. I uh, had a thought heading into this tournament that Spain was going to be something, uh, and they sure showed out uh, Georgiou as well. Spain is the champions. Her, uh, Olga, it was her second goal ever uh, for Spain, and it would be the winner. First ever championship of any kind, and the Lionesses are left wondering what more they have to do as England, as a country, wonder how much more they have to do to bring home a World Cup. Does it? Does it feel like they're cursed? England? Does it feel like they're cursed a little bit? A little bit, I think so. It felt like if the women weren't going to do it, yeah. Because <laughs> to, to me, I always,
0: I always draw a lot of parallels between the English national soccer team and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, they're dining out <laughs> on a championship from the middle '60s that nobody remembers because a lot of us weren't even around for. Yeah, and uh, they, they, they. There's like this entitlement mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. an air of entitlement around them, and they don't win anything ever.
1: The way I like, feel the way I feel does it
0: feel that way to you? Like is it a good comparison?
1: Really it has. It, like it, it it is because you would expect them. Okay, well this is like they don't have the best players anymore, but this is like the home of the game. They they expect things maybe. They expect to be good. And uh sure, they're not as bad as like like I don't know. Like the women's team is really good. They they've shot out of a cannon here and really shot up the FIFA rankings. They won the World European Championship a few years ago as well. They're not going anywhere, but yeah, it does feel like, as a country, they do have a little bit of entitlement for one trophy that they've won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll see. Another four years. I guess it's not coming home. It's not coming home. Mm, uh, just not yet. I don't know. They, they haven't picked a host for the 2027 Women's World Cup yet, but that'll be okay. the next edition. Uh, Lionel Messi single-handedly won the League's Cup for Inter-Miami. He's been here two months and already has one trophy. They're in the U.S. Open Cup semifinal, uh, so more silverware could be headed Messi's way. Uh, next, to return to MLS action, and Inter-Miami have quite the climb ahead of them. They are 14 points back of Chicago for the final playoff spot. They're actually one point worse than TFC. Hmm. And there you go. There's your uh, morning report.
0: All right. Uh, terrific stuff, Patrick. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitors priced by 10% on 51st Ave in 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead, uh, I want to talk about um, the stamps and the attendance real quick. I want to talk about the Blue Jays' um, playoff odds and chances uh, because Roger Lajoie asked me both of those questions on a radio hit yesterday in Toronto with him. I want to discuss that with you and our listeners at 960 960 name and location and now this labushkin hannathan thing is really floating in my head we'll do all of that next it's the big show Russick and rose sportsnet 960 the fan